2: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
3: Welcome back to Back to All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And in case you missed the breaking news, it is officially official that Aaron Rodgers is done for the rest of the regular season with an Achilles injury. And it's also possible that his Hall of Fame career may be done. That certainly remains to be seen. No announcement as far as that's concerned, obviously. But as far as the short term goes, Aaron Rodgers is done. Zach Wilson, you know, apparently is going to be the starting quarterback at a minimum for week two Mm -hmm. and maybe for the rest of the regular season uh, for the New York Jets. And so now the question is, what do we do about the Jets going forward? When it comes to, say, the week two matchup that the Jets have against the Cowboys, uh, that line was originally three uh, in the Cowboys' favor, but now Dallas is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Joe, do you feel like that this line movement is fair?
0: Yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> Five-and-a-half-point five adjustment going from Rodgers to Wilson Wilson, a below-average quarterback. And by the way, guys, I mean, if, if Rodgers was healthy, if he, if he makes it out of last night and he plays in this game at three, I love the Cowboys. Loved them. Did you see? And, and the, it was a few plays, and then we saw it with Wilson running for days, looking for some room. Like the offensive line for the Jets is in a sad state right now, and now you're going against that Cowboys front and everything that Parsons was doing on Sunday night, and it was expected. Like I really wanted to bet the Cowboys at three in that spot. does not surprise me. Well, what do you think? If you want to tease them, you've got to do it now. Are we going to lose it, get it to get it under three? Is it going to be bumped out of that so. range? No, you, you think they I won't think, put
1: Aaron, it you at saying? like nine, ten? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure how people will react to this, but I would have a hard time. You guys know I'm not the biggest Cowboys backer, but I would have a hard time thinking the Jets are going to keep this game close. I mean, it we could have seen a situation where – it was so devastating that the jets players just rallied and that's how they were able to win that game. But I'm not sure with Zach Wilson as your quarterback long-term, if they're going to be able to string together multiple wins here. And I don't think against this Cowboys team, it's going to be pretty for them. It's pretty unfortunate with all the high expectations, the roster that they have, but I just, woof. I would definitely be on the Jets side here against a Cowboys team. That's it's uh, gonna be pretty good. Are,
0: are the Jets gonna be the last place team in the AFC East?
1: I was looking at so the Patriots, you're getting such good value on them. What it was like nine to one or something like that? But I can't get on board That's right. with the Patriots.
0: No, but I'm saying last place. <clears throat> last place. Will it now Yeah, be the Jets? I
1: think the Jets could be. I think the Jets could be. Mm-hmm.
0: I was impressed with New yeah. what we saw in New England in that matchup against Philly. I was, so I think so too. Man, they have uh, they have the number one receiver. They have the quarterback. They've got they've got the running game for what what that's worth. They have a, a top notch defense. They had everything. It's just so re- crazy. Ah, they're the third favorite at the moment, right now. It goes wow. The Dolphins are the favorite to win the division, plus 140. Bills, plus 145. Jets, plus 500. Patriots, plus 900. Is this a, this is a buy time on the Bills?
1: I think so, too, because if any quarterback in this division I have confidence in, it's that Josh Allen is going to bounce back and figure out the turnover situation. Tua, we don't know if he's going to stay healthy. There are so many question marks in this division. (laughs) Like, will the Jets finish last? Can Tua stay healthy? Like, all arrows are pointing towards Bills for me here. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they might be, and Ben Brown in our past segment uh, brought up a really good point that even though there were a lot of turnovers committed by Josh Allen last night, turnovers are not necessarily sticky from one game to the next, one season to the next, and Allen's interception rate isn't that high, all things considered. Not to mention, not all interceptions are created equal, As as I talked about One of those picks was forcing the Jets inside of the five-yard line from third and long. So I wouldn't exactly call that some sort of devastating turnover by any stretch of the imagination. So maybe this is a buy-low spot for Josh Allen, MVP, Bills to win with the second-shortest odds uh, in the AFC East. I think all of those arguments are fair ones. But when it comes Mm -hmm. to this line movement for Cowboys-Jets – Right now, and I'll want to update the numbers, and then I might feel very differently uh, tomorrow and Thursday, but I am backing the Jets here as of right now on Tuesday morning, in large part because maybe this is just more my read on what the Cowboys were doing against the Giants, but it seemed to me like the Cowboys believe that their best unit is their defense. And I think that's probably safe to say. It could be the best defense in all of football, just with Michael Parsons getting double teamed and still able to get a sack and a bunch of pressures and all sorts of stuff. But I also think that because they love that defense so much and will be relying on that defense so much, that now it means Dak Prescott gets a little bit more conservative, not to mention all the interceptions he had last year and Mike McCarthy now calling the plays. It does seem Mm -hmm. like that if you're going up against Zach Wilson and that Jets offense – that maybe the better plan is to say, you know what, Dak, don't screw this up. We believe in our defense. They will contain Zach Wilson. So all we need you to do is play conservative football. Maybe this means Tony Pollard goes off. Maybe this means Jake Ferguson, the tight end, goes off. But this is something where I think this Cowboys offense plays a little bit more conservatively than they normally would in a matchup like this. And because it could be a low-scoring game, eight and a half joe is just too much
0: <laughs> well the eight and a halves are gone now <laughs> this is uh, wow what? it's wild right now what's happening i i see what? it's either taken down at wow. a lot of book a lot of books or it's seven and a half uh some of the vegas sports books still have eight and a half up right now but there's a lot of movement people reacting to this so this is going to be fun to monitor i I'm a little surprised—not not surprised, but I—I I guess I'm just not back in the flow yet. I mean, I'm excited about this—the amount of uh, movement that we're seeing on a number of lines. Not just because of injury, just where you know varying opinions. The Thursday night game came down from seven and a half down to seven. Uh, yesterday, our first reaction, we talked a lot about the Seahawks and the Lions. And we were on opposite sides as a show. Me and Ed were like, you got to take the Seahawks as a dog. That's an overreaction of plus five and a half. Aaron on the side of the Lions. Well, the market moved to six on that number. And we were debating, would it get to that number of six? So it's, you know, now the Bills, This earlier this morning, it was nine. It is still some nines out there, some eight and a halves. But BetMGM has moved that to 10. Wow. This is, I mean, probably a good time to remind people that if you have a strong opinion, this is now where you find your value. Get out of your habit of waiting until the weekend, waiting until Sunday morning and getting your bets in.
1: yeah I think that's a good uh good advice if you have a strong opinion, but sometimes it takes me a while to form a strong yeah. opinion, and there's injury stuff and usually not as much this early in the season, but as the weeks go on, it's like,' ooh, I don't know uh you know, injury reports start coming out and it's like uh tough to pounce on something super early. There are still some five and a halfs on the Lions, gosh. Mm-hmm. I liked, I really liked what I saw out of them. Maybe I'm crazy. I still think Geno Smith might be due for some regression. I just do not like what I saw from them last week.
3: Let Tend Dental
2: make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's com slash sale. And book your free consult today.
1: So I'm not backing off my lions.
3: It, it is the Will advice we, though, Joe, yeah. that we give out time and time again, that if you wait till later in the week for more information, or you're unsure about something and you need that little nugget of Intel, well, guess what? Mm-hmm. Everyone else gets that nugget of Intel. Thus, it makes the market more efficient. You got to play the game a little bit. You got to speculate a little bit and sort of read between the lines, connect the dots. That's how you find your value because not everybody else will be doing that work. And so definitely when it comes to uh, all of this line movement, all all of these lines moving for week two, definitely now Mm -hmm. is the time to pounce on something. But yeah, Lions at minus six. I don't know if I have a play on that just yet, but I think one thing that I noticed uh, from week one is that a lot of teaser options kind of went away, or at least Wong teaser options went away. And it is something that maybe uh, the market's a little mindful of, at least uh, in the early going.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think this was after the Chris Jones news yesterday, because we were talking about Chiefs minus two and a half. Well, it's now minus three everywhere. And then there are rumors <laughs> about Kelsey that maybe he's going to be out there. So we saw... <laughs> movement there here's one going on this morning that will be discussed a lot for survivor the giants cardinals numbers down to four. Oh man is the market selling the giants i don't think it's buying into what the cardinals did too much i think it's more just like island game giants at home it was so bad against the cowboys people are just completely selling on them after one game uh we we know the shanahan McVeigh history, which we'll get into a ton. That number's up to eight and a half right now. Niners are road favorites. Okay. All right. Eight and a half. There are these, these point spreads that we're getting for week two. Now that we've got, and it's just the sample of one, but now we've got a little bit of intel on some of these teams and the overreaction factor, of course. Uh, it's going to be a fascinating week to break down all these games.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: In terms of divisions, there's not a lot that's happened that's changed my mind where I feel like, oh, you know, this is a a good buy-low spot. Was there anything that jumped out to you guys? Um, We've got to have the NFC
0: West conversation, right? Okay. We've got got to have the NFC West.
1: Yeah.
3: Absolutely. Let's do it.
0: I mean, we talked about Seattle all summer, and they completely laid an egg. San Francisco was awesome. Seahawks were bet down to plus 200 right before the season started. And now we're seeing San Francisco as a minus 500 favorite after one game. And (laughs) Seattle goes from plus 200 to plus 650 after one game. If we're going to clutch our priors, we're going to believe what we had to say. Don't you have to add Seattle at plus 650 with 17 weeks to go? no
1: I I don't know I mean I did say I thought the Rams were gonna make the playoffs so maybe that's the prior that I still like it 10 to 1 maybe they can do something but no I'm not gonna bet the Rams to win the NFC West or I, yeah or or the Seahawks is
0: going 0-2 and that's your time if you still believe yeah
1: I'm so disappointed after what I saw, so I don't think I'm going to jump back in this week.
0: Well, look, week three, they have Carolina. Week four, they have the Giants. Then they have the bye. So you would think at the very least they're 2-2 two and two after four weeks. Yeah. Still I games just there think so. Niners
1: yeah. is so crazy. Minus 500, minus 410, whatever you're seeing. Oh, it's, it's insane. That's absurd. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it is.
0: It is. But they've got the Rams, the Giants, and the Cardinals next.
1: I know. So.
3: That's not bad. So maybe the time I mean, is, probably is
0: not. Yeah, they could probably have a 4-0 start. So, yeah. yeah, maybe the time is not now, even though that's the one with division-wise that really jumped out. Here, Here's the other one. Detroit, a favorite. No surprise. They made Green Bay the second favorite, and the Vikings the third. I Bears, thought, by low
1: on the Vikings, yeah. if you still like the Vikings, you're getting some value. The other team, Joe, uh, that you've been the highest on out of the three of us, Bucks. Mm-hmm. still at 6-1, to one, and I still think the NFC South is open. If you like what you're yeah. seeing from the Bucks, that number is probably going to get shorter if they can be consistent <laughs> and keep that up.
3: Bryce Young needs his favorite receiver. He doesn't have one yet, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Now, now part of that is, is just health concerns and things like that, but I, I think Bryce Young needs his go-to target uh, for the Panthers mm-hmm. to, to be taken seriously in the division. Hadn't happened yet. And look, I mean, Derek Carr, you know, that offensive line didn't protect very well for him, and so maybe he needs his favorite receiver as well uh, to take the <laughs> Saints seriously. But it it is something where... You know, Aaron, you mentioned quarterback play being a little suspect. W- were there any good quarterbacks in the NFC South from Week One? Uh, I would, and and I'm someone who thinks Derek Carr probably had like a B B minus game against the Titans. It's just that he was running for right. his life a lot, but you know, he was having to throw a lot of uh, intermediate passes, and some of them were working out. Especially that final drive he had, like to me, that was impressive. That was good quarterbacking. So even though I was a little higher on Derek Carr than, say, the public was. Still, though, who's the quarterback you like after week one in that division? Oh,
1: it's so hard to choose. Fair. Isn't Fair.
0: It? Uh, yeah. I, here's one other thing that that stood out to me. They have a brutal schedule this year, but I'm just putting it out there because they're closer to the middle now. After an 0-1-1 start, Bill's best record is 18-1.
3: Ooh. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well-
3: this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight right here on the BetQL Network.